Cut! Yeah! Back for another week. You are tuned into Back to Cut. My name is Josh Timoteo. Here, as always, with the first on the fire, Emay Island. Looking at you, Jake Eisenberg. There was some emotion. <laughs> I'm not making this up. <laughs> I have receipts. There was a, some emotion after they blew another fourth quarter lead with Enos Cantor on the floor against the Spurs, but that's all right. We're not talking about the Celtics until after Christmas, remember? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Same with Spurs. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, and with us, as always, is the last still on Nets Island, Matt Beatty. Everyone's on the net. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jake, are you on Nets Island? I think Jake is the only person that's not, and it's just because he's salty because the Celtics suck. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> We're fine. We're... The Nets are in win now mode. You know, I'd be worried. Yeah. I'd be worried. They can't are the be Celtics not? I know. Our best player is 23. <laughs> well, our best player is no the longer. timeline's always shifting. God, it's it ethereal. Like... <laughs> the window's always open for us. Um, the Nets, on the other hand, they're getting old. Anyway, Get, I'm sure we'll touch on this in a little bit. But to kick things off this week... Of course, we have to kick right into our newest, most regular, and only segment, the Rose Gold Moment of the Week, which can go to no one else than Mr. Josh Giddy, of course. Joining... Yeah, give him a round of applause. Hey, That's lovely. Look this guy. Joining LaMelo Ball and LeBron James as the only teenagers ever with 100 assists and 100 rebounds in their first 20 games. Even if LaMelo's pretty fresh to the league i'd say that's pretty good company to be in that's a that's an exclusive club yeah i mean it doesn't really get much better than that lebron if you're one of three and one of them's lebron pretty nice i'm surprised luca i was just thinking that why did why did he not was he i don't know or or ben for that matter it's a pretty like arbitrary kind of a stat it's a classic north american sports kind of made up stat (laughs) it's true because Ben may have been would have been too old, I think. He would have yeah, been a well, teenager. Yeah, well, he missed his first oh, yeah, season, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. And Luca, yeah, you would have thought Luca made it. Was know. he a teenager still? Yeah, his first year in the league. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, he was. Um, maybe he had a bad start. Yeah, maybe he's just no Josh Giddy, hey? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mister Rose Gold. How's that? Uh, I think this is his second time winning. We'll have he's to racking them up. He's but, um, hopefully it's not the last before season's I, end. He's the man. I, honestly, so I, I have thoroughly enjoyed watching the Thunder. I, I, I'm buying more and more real estate at on, on Thunder Island. I, I, I'll pick them up if they're on League Pass. I'll watch them oh, yeah. pretty much over just about anybody else. So, uh, yeah, Giddy's, Giddy's been really good. It's been it, really good. It, like even like SGA missed a couple of games, and, and mm-hmm. I think Josh kind of picked up the slack a little bit. I think over the last sort of a couple of weeks in particular, he, he's started to look a little bit more comfortable as well and, and get a little bit more consistent. And, and yeah, he's just been really good. He's so mature as well. Like I know the couple of games you're talking about and like he's doing his post-game press conference and people are asking him about, you know, Shay's out, you know, new role. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's fun. You know, you, you get I get to you know get on the ball later in games and make a few more plays. But then at the same time, you know, I'm playing with a superstar like Shay and, you know, he's going to, you want you want the ball in his hand, so I gotta be ready to be you know hitting catch and shoot threes and making plays off the off the catch. And it's just like this guy's fucking eighteen, nineteen, answering like the media is like trying to like needle him almost to get him to answer like, oh, do you not want to be the, the guy? It's like, and he's like, no, man, 
I gotta shave the superstar. I'm doing my thing over here. Like he gets it. It's he, awesome. Uh, you don't have to be the guy. You want to win. You yeah. want to win. I think that's what a lot of us are responding to in Josh Giddy. One game he might get a boatload of assists. One game he might score a little bit more. Whatever. He just does what he needs to do to win, and he wants to win. And you can hear it in his answers, the way he talks about other rookies and going through college versus his route in the NBL and playing against men. Like he's just he's he's up for it. He wants it. It's awesome. I think it's also like it's it's not even not even winning and losing at this point for the Thunder. It's you know it's just them getting better and and, and all part of their rebuild going forward. And then you know how I'm, long I'm it's sure take, but I can't I can't speak for Thunder for head office of course, but I'm sure Thunder would be framing to their young players something along the lines of our win this season is everyone getting better, leveling up oh, yeah. by next oh, of year. of course, of course it is. Of course so it is. I, I'm sure these guys, Lou Dort, Shea, even Shea himself, like I'm sure they just want to see improvement. They get oh, that improvement yeah. and they're happy. Yeah, he's, get, he's getting amongst the culture. I saw him at the uh, Oklahoma football game today. He almost got run over. Um, Be careful. And then he, he, pushed his, he pushed his agent into him. It's pretty funny. Got trucked. I, I, I just I'm I'm stoked that he's landed on this organization because I think mm, this yeah. is I know I think we talked a bit about it before the draft and, and different teams and where we thought would be a good fit and I, I really think that this is actually an awesome fit for him. Yeah. Look, it would we would have been better if he fell one more spot to the Warriors, but um not necessarily probably, though. Like he would not oh, nearly be having the ball in his hands yeah, as much the run, on the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Very good point. Very good point. Um, I do think that he would fit that. Like Kaminga's oh, yeah. not playing that much. I think in part because he doesn't have the IQ. But Giddy's like custom built to to fit right into somewhere like that. But I think he, that he can fit anywhere, which is what's great about him. Um, redraft. Does he go top three, top four? Maybe. Oh, you have to. Too early. Uh, Who falls I don't out know about that though, man? Like this is the thing. Like I, I think Mo- like Mobley's stock, if Mobley's anything, went up, right? Like yep. I think, yeah, exactly. So it's. It's a tough one. Like I think it's probably still about where it's at. But it's, I think it's, I, yeah, I think yeah. you could make the argument for third overall after Mobley and Cade instead of on the at four. He probably takes Scotty Barnes still, but over Jalen Green and Suggs, maybe he moves up two spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely over Suggs. Like same position. Mm. I don't think Magic would retake Suggs if they could have picked um, Josh Giddy. Yeah, with twenty games of NBA sample size, it probably shuffles just a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I just I just love the the pre-draft like little like w- strengths and weaknesses. Like mm. I, that's going to be one of those ones that they dig up years from now. And I mean, you got to yeah. dig it up <laughs> now and him. laugh at it. Yeah, but it's like yeah. oh, weaknesses, basketball essentially. And it's like, yeah. well, what are they, what are these scouts doing? Like, what are they even? Do they even watch? I, they I must they must listen to your accent. Uh, he's he's not from the states. They, no, bro. They just look at him and say, oh, "He's a skinny white guy. He's yeah. not he's not going to be good at basketball." So what are yeah. we talking about? Yeah. Well, I mean, he went sixth, so some people were paying attention, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But um, The thunder, thank heavens. Mm. Anyway, Josh Giddy, rose gold for this week. Uh, special shout out to the winners of the NBL preseason <laughs> competition, NBL Blitz. Adelaide 36ers, I watched a bit of the NBL Blitz on last Friday. They versed the Perth Wildcats in, frankly, an awesome game. I really loved it. I reckon you, listener, should watch plenty of NBL this season. You might even catch us at a game. I'm I'm not too stoked because my Hawks would have won, but they had two games stolen from them from COVID. So mm. 
uh, they played one game in the Blitz. It's a bit hard to win the Blitz when you play one game. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, they're correct. So they played two games, but they, they would have played four. But yeah, uh, yeah Adelaide, no, Adelaide played Adelaide, five. Yeah, Adelaide, yeah, I'm keen, man. The NBL is going to be good. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a very competitive league this year. It's yeah. al- almost definitely without, you know, foreshadowing something crazy, I can pretty much settle on the fact that this year's NBL will probably be the best one yet. The, well, the the exciting thing for me as a as a Melbourne United hater is that I don't think they're that good this year. And this is the first Delhi time. The team. That's kind of my point. This is <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't like, think that's a good thing anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, obviously, Matt Delvedover is a legend of Australian basketball, mm. and to have him back in the league is is awesome. And I think for the profile, it, it's you know that's an NBA guy who is now back playing yeah. NBL, and that's that's sweet. But like, yeah, at, at this point in his career, like I. I think you're getting more from an import guard, and I think other teams have better backcourts than than what I mean. Chris Golding is, is good, but mm. I just don't know if Delhi at this point is a is a is a starting point guard in the NBL. Like I know that's horrible to say, but like and I, he'll, be, he'll be solid, but it's just like I, you need more than solid. He was looking pretty washed in the Olympics, I tell you. Yeah, he, he didn't have a strong Olympics. Yeah. No. And admittedly, that is tougher competition. Like NBL, hopefully he'll be able to play it a little bit more at his pace. Um, oh, he can I'm dictate sure the he'll pace, love the chippiness. Yeah, but I like. There's going to be teams running comp, like two import guards, and they got their guys are just going to have more juice. And it's just like, yeah. obviously, Delhi defensively, I think he's still going to be. That's his bread and butter. But mm-hmm. at the other end, like it's it's just it's it's going to be clunky on the offensive end. That's my concern. Uh, hey, if they held out a little bit longer, Melbourne could have even ended up with Dante Exum. Well, I mean, that's uh, oh, let's it's hope not that, too late. That, that, that guy's, too late. Yeah. We're holding out for an NBA deal still. Come on, yeah. we're holding yeah. out. Yeah. For we Dante. we want Dante to go there, but if does he, he does not end need up to maybe NBL, just just play a season in the NBL? Hey, I mean, it, look at Jock Landau, right? Like yeah. it, it, it kind of worked out for him. So I, I definitely think that it's it's on the cards, but it's just whether or not you know he's got to call it at some point, and then. Yeah. Whether or not he can find the right fit on the in the NBL, the, I don't know if there's another weird wrinkle there because he's part owner in in the southeast Melbourne Phoenix, and I don't know whether or not uh, you can play for another team or could you know, play for that team? Well, yeah, I, I guess you should be able to. Right, if you, can, <laughs> if you own that team, you should be able to play for them. But it it, even then, so, like, yeah. I'm not too sure what their roster situation is and if they've got a spot for him, and, and obviously salary cap implications there. But yeah. He can make himself coach, starting point guard. <laughs> yeah, surely. Heliocentric offense around Call, call all the players for himself, yeah. yeah. He can even cancel his contract to go play in the NBA when the call comes. <laughs> um, but, alas, I do not think this is the last you'll be hearing of us talking about NBL this season. We will be keeping tabs. We will be <laughs> keeping in touch on that. For now, though, back to the NBA. How about we talk about these Lakers? Because my oh my, fellas, on Saturday, they almost made me cry. I was nearly in tears from absolute desperation at how poor their game against the Sacramento Kings was. Really poor for those. If you haven't seen it, listener, I don't even think you should. Don't even go look. Just don't do it. Avoid it completely. Pretend it never happened. Triple overtime. Uh, Thank God for the Lakers, man. Because... <laughs> yeah, you, you, you were busy about your Celtics that day. I was, I was in a bad way after the aforementioned Spurs-Celtics <laughs> game. Um, and I checked the box scores and I get to have a look around. And 
I get to see Beatty's Jazz lost to the Thunder. And then I get oh, to see Beatty's the... Thunder. That's a win-win. Yeah, that it's, it's yeah. a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> I can't win. <laughs> it's not fair. Um, and then I check and I see Lakers OT to the Kings, the the dead cat bounce Kings, the vomit Kings, mm. the Rashawn Holmes, Harrison Barnless Kings. If you, if you listened last week, we did like half an hour on how shit are the Kings. Yeah, yeah <laughs> which makes this all the worst. So yeah, and so. I'm like, I'm going to have to hate watch this. I'm going to have to schadenfreude myself back to happiness here. Uh, and did I ever? Like, they blew a, they blew a, a double-digit fourth-quarter lead-ish. They blew, blew a seven-point first overtime lead and then proceeded to poop on themselves for the third and fourth quarter, second and third overtimes. I'm willing to go as far oh. as to say this was the worst game I've ever seen from LeBron. This was the worst game I've ever seen from Russell Westbrook. Even though he got... Actually, no, it wasn't the worst game I've ever seen Russell Westbrook. I'll take that one back. No, that's... No, come on. And it was a particularly bad game I've seen from AD, who looked like a teddy bear. What is the point of that guy? Well, what is the point of this team? It was (laughs) fucking terrible. What's the point of anything, really? Uh, Like, I know, know Beatty, you've still got hope LeBron can steer this ship but i'm losing hope real well, fast it, it is this that game was sandwiched in between two excellent lebron games against the pacers and uh, silence the game moment and then today against the pistons how you feel about the king fate though i'm fine with lebron I, like <laughs> i lebron is not the issue I, I the issue like he's he's just got it and we talked about it already like it's the team just sucks and it's like it's it's you're asking this guy to to shoulder so much of the burden and at this point in his career that's not what you want and i think we we're talking about it before we started recording today like the whole point with ad was like oh you go link up with ad because you know ideally this is the guy that's going to sort of take that mantle for you and then you can sort of maybe slot back into that that number two guy and you don't have to sort of play 50 minutes, I know, again, three three overtimes, but like 50 minutes a game at 37 oh. years old or whatever he is. Like, come he played on. 37 he today tired. as well. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Anyone's going to look tired in a triple overtime. But, but yeah. like, like, forget overtimes and all that. Like, LeBron is going to have to play those minutes for them to be a winning team this year. Like, that's the straight up. And that's like that's not what this is supposed to be at this point in his career. No. No. Today... Um, AD, LeBron, and Russ combined for 82 points on 51 shots. So very efficient. They all played around 37 minutes, and then they beat the Pistons by four points. Yeah, that's horrific, man. And that's... like I said it semi-jokingly to Jake immediately after the game. I just want to note that the Lakers were up double digits in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Brought on Russell Westbrook, who then proceeded to get a triple-double, and they lose the game in triple overtime. How does that happen? Like, you, you don't... You, I, I couldn't read about it, but I watched it. <laughs> clutch Out basketball. Out of this world. Clutch moments with Russell Westbrook. Since I feel like his last OKC year, that MVP year, I feel like he had a lot of good like buzzer beaters and things like that. But since then, man, it's just like he forgets how to play basketball half the time. The turnovers, the shot selection, the falling asleep off ball defense, it's it's atrocious. He has been a little bit better, but but the the real the real problem here 
I think, is maybe said it, it he is AD. Yeah. You know, you, you, everybody makes their top 10 list and AD has been slotted on, like, no worries, no one questions it, top 10 for the past couple of years now. Going into the Lakers year where they won the title, going into last year and again this year. But, like, obviously he's always injured. He's always, and, he was, and he's sick. It's a finger, it's eye. There was this play today where he, he goes up for, like, an alley-oop and he ends up on the ground and getting into clutch moments, and he's just watching the rest of the play happen, hoping that the ball goes in. It doesn't. Transition defense, and then he decides to get up, gives up a transition three. It's like, dude, get up and run back on defense. Yeah, like, you, You're supposed to be the engine at this point. You're the, the 28-year-old smack bang in your prime. Like, remember that, that run he went on? You know, he was obviously, he's obviously the most famous AD. He, he locked up the the Blazers, and he had that run where he was putting up 40 and 20 every night. Yeah. When's the last time he did like a week of that, let alone like a month of that? Well, it's not, I, whether when's the last time, like he doesn't need, even need to necessarily do that on a team with Russell Westbrook and LeBron, but like... You know, top 10 players do that. Take, take the game. Take the game. He's so passive. It is mind-numbing. Like, I think I read and... Sure, this may have something to do with his new supporting cast, the new ball, Russell getting in his way. Oh, no, Who it's knows? Bad. But I read earlier today that he has the worst three-point shooting percentage of anyone ever who has shot two per game Yep. this many games into the season. I'm looking at it right now. Thanks, Stat Muse. 16.7% on threes, worst in history. 38.3 on mid-range, worse NBA by any NBA player with 100 plus attempts, and just 33% on any jump shots, worst NBA history. So this, coupled with NBA. the fact that I see him regularly point at teammates, go after that guy instead of just moving, like what is he doing out there other than looking pretty? Nothing. And, and the thing that pisses me off with these guys, man, like, okay, look, no secret. Not a fan of the Lakers. <laughs> really? I do, I do enjoy how spectacularly they're crashing and burning. It's made the season much more bearable for me from, from a Celtics point of view. But, like, they go up by 10, 15 points today. They're throwing the alley-oops. They're doing the celebrations to the crowd. And, like, you know, you should get you – you're at home. Get hyped up. But they're just, like, front-running losers, man. Like – they go up by 15, they're pumping the crowd, they're talking shit to the other team. It's obviously the Isaiah Stewart revenge game today. And then it ends up being a four-point game again. And they almost lose. It's like no self-awareness. Just win the game. Just lock yeah. in, win the game at home, and don't collapse in the last two minutes again. And then yeah, LeBron's... So, you know, so go ahead. There you go. And then LeBron's grabbing his abdomen again. Like he just came back from this injury. Like now I'm wondering, is he going to miss another few games? Man, they're right now. They are the the eight seed, I think. I don't even. Yeah, they I are. Don't even know if they're they are the eight seed. Either. And granted, like it's pretty, like, it's all tight right now. It's early in this. Like if you're not Warriors or Phoenix, you're three games out of third. But like, not feeling you much confidence. No, I I think it's actually approaching a point, and maybe you guys are a better litmus test on this because I can be a bit jumpy, but. Surely Rob Polinka is starting to think like shit. Maybe I need to make 
a big move here. Fix oh, this. there's big moves coming. I mean, the thing is, they can't make big moves. I know. Well, unless they involve AD, LeBron, or Russell Westbrook. Well, that's not happening. I, I think they would move Westbrook for sure. Yeah, if they it's could. It's just whether or not a deal is there, and that's, that's the, the issue, I suppose. Do you think, in retrospect, they would undo the Warriors deal? Uh, the Warriors deal. The Wizards deal? Yes. And it was uh, I don't know. It's tough to say, bro. Like, I, it's obviously, it's like, yeah, what we've seen so far with, with Westbrook in particular is not, it's not what you want. But it's it's one of these things where I, I think in that same scenario, of course, Bron's going to favour that guy because he's the vet and he's been in the league this long and, and it's Russell Westbrook and he has that reputation and blah, 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 blah. Never mind, you know, the, I guess, advanced stats or whatever it has is sort of suggested that Westbrook have not been has not been that good for the last couple of years, you know. I... Uh, I think they probably still would have done it. Yeah, maybe there's other guys that they could have. That's a better fit if we're, if we're talking trying to build a team on a piece of paper. But like, I don't know. They, dude, and man, LeBron's um, last dance documentary. His if this season doesn't get him to the finals, it's gonna be it's gonna it's not gonna look good when he gets bounced in the first round by <laughs> by Steph Curry and and Clay. To trying to take this thing full circle, the the goat stuff, King James, the chosen one, it's not, not looking good for the Lakers. I still, I still think, as much as we're going on about all this, LeBron at some point will just snap and be like, "Nah, I'm not having this," or it's going to taint my whole legacy, and he'll go off and hurt someone. But um, I don't know yeah, if he re- really yeah. ugly, really ugly. As Beatty says, it's going to take LeBron playing. 50 minutes in the best ball of his life to drag this yeah, team dude, forward. Like, and he's I, not on the I, Cavs with Kevin Love anymore. Yeah, but what's that? Dude, like, what's that supposed to Kevin Love sucked for like... Kevin Love's like barely a basketball player at yeah, this point. Yeah, he, he's a ghost that, that, this, this is what I mean. Like, he shouldn't have to do that. Like, he's 33 back on that Cavs team, the last season of it anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. Again, yeah. That was the whole point of, of, of the AD trade and, and all that. And obviously... This is where it's so it's a bit frustrating or a bit confusing because AD like statistically is 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 kind of fine, but then like yeah you pull up the actual splits and percentages and some of the shot selection that he takes is just it's like that's where you start to dig a little bit deeper and get a bit more frustrated with him. But yeah. like on, on the surface, like oh twenty four a game, that's yeah twenty four and 10. ten rebounds, like that's what else so, do you want from a big? Like that's actually kind of okay. It's it's just like the rest of the roster is just shit. But yeah. in saying that, just because those are good doesn't mean you should be happy with it. If you know this guy could be, you know, Kareem, like, what are you doing? 24 and 10 is good, but you're meant to be NBA 75 list good in your prime. Like, you've got to be better than good. Yeah, man. 28-year-old Dwight Howard was fucking putting up a lot better uh, numbers than this, was he? Have to look well, he up. was limited <laughs> too, but beside the point, my, my point is... If AD, you know, wants this team to be taken seriously, himself to be taken seriously, he's got to, like, take charge. LeBron, you're tired. Give me the ball. I'll win the game. Where the hell is that? He's not a, but he's, 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 not, he's never going to be a guy he's who not that give guy, the ball bro. to. Yeah. Like, he's, he's just, that's not his style. He's not, he's not a Jokic. Or he did a, it at Pelicans, though. But it wasn't necessarily, like, him. Yeah, yeah, he can do it. Like he, and, but he, he's not the guy that's going to, you can't run pick and roll and stuff no, like no, no, with him. No, but, and 
MB, MB can't post. run the pink and roll, but he says, give me the ball, I'll win you the game. I know, but, yeah, but Embiid, it's, look, I mean, Embiid is on another level. Embiid is better now. than Anthony Davis. Yeah, that's yeah. also, let's, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this. The, 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 but this is exactly my point. Like, we're going yeah. on, oh, Embiid's better than Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis can do all the things Embiid but, can do. I think you're right, and I think that's what I was saying earlier. Like, you know, consensus top 10 player Anthony Davis isn't really playing like that guy. Mm. He's like a... Like a top twenty dude, yeah. At the like through this season, he's been good. He's missed games. He's questionable. And and to be fair, the perimeter defense on this Lakers team, like you could anyone can oh, man. get in there. Like it's bad. They missed the Caruso. Kings were torching them. Yeah, the Kings. Oh, oh, because Darren Fox can get in there. Buddy mm-hmm. Hill and not, but I mean um, Halliburton can kind of get in there. They missed Pope and Caruso. Like yeah, man, hard. <sighs> Badly, um, I wouldn't want to know what the Warriors are going to do to this team's perimeter defense. Actually, yeah, well, I do. I do want to know. Yeah, well, we saw it; they destroyed them. Um, well, look, I'm personally enjoying this Lakers season. Um, I would like to see a a vintage esque LeBron run in the playoffs, where it does end in like a like a, a Russell Westbrook off the top of the backboard, like. In a game five or something like that, that would be nice. That's kind of my optimal end for this team. Um, I feel like we're on track. Well, from the perspective, it depends on the perspective you're looking at it, but yeah, you're on track. I'm on track. It's very good. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's the Lakers. Bit of a bit of a schmuzzle, to say the <laughs> least. But um, another schmuzzle. They're, they're 500. They're fine. Come on. Yeah, they're 500. They're supposed to, they're supposed to be title favorites. Yeah. Mate, we're early days, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. He's not off. He yeah, hasn't if, grabbed his life point yet. If Bron's in the 10, then he'll he'll do what he needs to do. He'll play He'll play all the play-in games. He'll he'll be history-leading play-in points getter. Oh, you know, <laughs> most play-in, fourth quarter, go-ahead buckets. He's going to get all those records. I don't know. Jason Tatum had 50 last year and then we're going to be in the plane as well so um i look man lebron got six months off before he got to play in the bubble he doesn't get that luxury this year or ever again so oh mate let's let's see what this new variant of covid has to say how about that (laughs) yeah Yeah, lebron's like bring it in yes (laughs) bring it in bring it in do you remember the bubble the bubble baby (laughs) He's like, oh, I can shoot again. <laughs> do, do you know anyone from South Africa who's got a cold <laughs> and might want to come over and visit? Oh, uh, God. Okay. Well, from one 500 middling team to another, oh, one yes. that we're much more positive on, how's these plucky little Timberwolves, hey? See what I mean? Like 500 as well, and now we're going to be gushing for the oh, next we five want- minutes. We expect the, the, nothing of Minnesota. The over for the all. Lakers was 52. And the under over for the Timberwolves was thirty five, <laughs> and they're there they're tied in the standings. So um, I'll tell you we'll, what, I, Timberwolves I, I, won't get I'm glad I'm on the over. If I, sign, if I could sign anyone on any of these teams to a five year deal, it would be someone from the Timberwolves. I can tell you that. Oh, okay. Which which person in particular? I don't even. Deal I, don't, I don't think that's scandalous at all, considering the average age of the Lakers is like thirty eight. What yeah, but AD, AD should be that guy. He should be the one that you want to sign. You, you, that's actually a good question. Yeah. Who do you want next five years? I'm picking Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Towns? 
No, nah, man. Anthony Edwards is the only guy there other than LeBron I, who uh, wants to kill you. Yeah, yeah. We were saying this before we, we started recording as well. Like, I, I think... I think this is an there's a there's a love in here for Anthony Edwards. I don't think oh, yeah. there's there's. I think we're all in agreement. This podcast that. responds to any player who plays hard, and he plays fucking hard. Oh my god! I mean, I just remembered the dunk that was disallowed earlier oh. in the week. By Tra- that, travesty! What are they thinking? By that knock, that knock yeah. ref. Oh. That was all um, time. He took um, his life. <laughs> oh, dude, that was that was gonna that was about to go in the in the pantheon of dunks. Like, <laughs> and then he stood over the guy and oh, like man, stared. Oh man, that's and why we like him. He had last year as well when he murdered uh, Watanabe. Yano, you don't Yuto. want it. There we go. Yuto um, Watanabe. Yeah, so he's basically filling the role of Jimmy Butler from an alpha point of view, but he actually isn't like bringing his teammates along with him. Mm. As opposed to Jimmy just calling everybody a little bitch. Well, there's an energy about him. Like, J- Jimmy clearly is the antagonistic type. He wants yeah. to, like, get in your grill, see how you respond. But Anthony Edwards wants you to come along with him to yeah. get in someone's grill. Um, it's definitely infectious. Even guys like Malik Beasley, who's, you know, run-of-the-mill scorer guard, he feels... A bit more, I don't know about you guys, but to me, there's an air about him. Like, I'm on Anthony Edwards' team. I can oh, score. Yeah. I like Beasley. I think Beasley's one of the, I think he should be on, I don't know what his contract yeah. situation is, but I think he's a good 3 and D guy. Like, he's, yeah. I, I think that the Wolves have got good players, and I, it's still, I guess, early days with, with uh, Chris Finch as coach, and he came in midway through last season. Obviously, that organization were, were pretty keen on him, and, 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 made sure that they got that done and, and locked him in and now he's the guy going forward. Uh, the Pat Bev thing is kind of interesting in a way. Like he's now found himself on this team and he's a, Never missed the a, playoffs. a veteran leader for these guys. There's an interesting statistic where the, the five with Pat Bev at point guard, Cat, Ant, D'Lo and uh, Vanderbilt is like the best five in basketball right now. Okay. What about like net rating? Oh yeah, best offensive and defensive any five man lineup. So, wow. like it's it's they've been good the last couple of weeks, and it's 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 been refreshing to to see them be competitive and and win games, and it's 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 good to to see Cat kind of like in oh a situation with this because I think this guy is like obviously just at a on, a on a talent point of view, he's an extremely talented guy, and obviously he's just been stuck on a team that sucked and. He's had some weird personal circumstances the last few years as well, which has all probably contributed to him mm. not being able to get it together on the court consistently. But you just sort of holding out hope that it's it's going to continue for them this year. Yeah, Towns, man. Look, there is not a lot of humans in the world that are seven foot tall to begin with, but like that are seven foot tall, I can do what he can with the ball. Like he can he can jab step, take you off the dribble, pull up three. Like some of the st- man, the game yesterday. Sixes, I mean, sixes, yeah, sixes, Timberwolves. The Embiid cat matchup was epic. Yeah, which like, is usually a good matchup anyway. Usually but, a good um, matchup. There's a lot of bad blood there. Um, but this, and this, I would have to go back and check, but this feels like one of the, the first times that the Timberwolves yeah. have been able to win in the I'd Embiid so. yeah. era in a while. Um, and just, yeah, like, so they, the first five game winning streak they've had in like three, four years or whatever it is. Um, so the first time we ever did our top 25 under 25 list, I had Cat at number one. And I know Fair enough. Few, yeah, I know. And, and a few of us had him very high on the list. And like, 
Aikwood did it again last year, and he was like, he still made top ten. I don't, I don't remember now. Um, but this is this is what we always kind of saw in him and supremely gifted offensive talent. But now he's bringing the defense as well. Like, is it the best defense he's playing in his career? It's interesting you mentioned that because when he was a rookie and I was watching Cat, I actually thought it was his defense that was going to be his calling card. The first half of his rookie year, he played so hard on defense and then it just, he started scoring and all of a sudden never played D again. And I honestly was baffled by it for years. What happened? They, ca- they say this guy can't defend. I've seen him do it. He can. His feet move. He, they just stopped for some reason. I was gonna, yeah, he, obviously you can see the footwork offensively, like, and he's seven foot tall with good feel for the game. Now he should be like Jokic, right? He he was a bit of a mess on defense early, but he's gotten himself to a point where he's at least solid. But mm. I think it just has to do with being on such a fucking shit team and culture, a whole thing yeah. where you're like, I'm not, I'm not playing defense, man. We've lost was, twenty it's, games. It's like exactly what we were talking about the Kings last week. You yeah, need like, Fox. If, if your situation is so bad that a player can't even like make something of himself because something's going to get in the way every single time, which kind of feels like what happened to Cat. He had the, the promising young nucleus, traded away, bring in Jimmy. Didn't like Jimmy, trade him away, bring in some new people. Front office is fucked. We're getting rid of them. Coach is sacked. Like, it's, there's always something in Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you, Josh. Like, I, I, I just think... That it is again. It's another. We, we we did the whole thing on the Kings last week. I think for pretty much their entire existence, Minnesota has been a middling organization. Mm. Um, middling. At, I mean, that's generous. And that's generous. Yeah, right. Like you can count playoff appearances on on one hand. I, I'm pretty sure. Right, going yeah. back to the KG days, and then and I think yeah. Towns has been there once. They got into the first round. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I think obviously they've got a little bit of stability there right now. They're sort of happy with their roster as it is and and they've got promising young players and they're all kind of contributing so it's 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 still very early in in the piece for them but yeah it's it's promising signs you know what i do find a little bit funny though this team is great and all not great but it's it's getting there it's looking good they've got a delo problem in that he's scoring a lot and playmaking a lot but he's giving up everything he's scoring on the offensive end on the defensive end he's terrible on the defensive end and this team would be so good with just a hyper athletic wing we should have just kept wiggins but anyway yeah, look yes but wiggins wouldn't be today's wiggins if he stayed that's there. the thing no, right no, yeah it's, yeah and it's not we i i think you, you're comparing a point guard to a, a, a yeah. wing player here as well right like it's, it's i just different. don't think that he's that they could get by without him, is my point. Whereas another wing would be really useful. Well, yeah, you, if you put a, a league replacement, av- league average replacement point guard on this team, and then you add Wiggins instead, and then you also obviously got Ant. Yeah, I, I, I guess I know what you're saying, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're right. But at the same time, I was saying to my girlfriend Lucy when I was watching the Timberwolves game, like, you see this D-Lo guy? Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> and he proceeded to drop like yeah, 30 yeah, points know, in the fourth quarter and over time. And I was like, she's like, hey, this, this he guy? sucks, does he? Yeah. I'm like, she's like, he no does. I'm s- telling you, he does. He's like, no one on the Celtics can do this. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and that's the thing that he, he, he gets buckets. No, and but he, he gets buckets. We'll call it two out of every three games. Look, yeah, and I'm not a D-Lo. third one, he has a shocker. I'm not a D-Lo fan, but 
with him, you, you, you get means you got three 20 point per game scores. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it gives you a, your offense a pretty good baseline. Um, and when Ant didn't have it going, I think Delo was able to kind of step up. So as long as Delo is able to kind of accept uh, that Jordan Clarkson esque role in a way, where I think you just, you, you have maybe you have Cat and Ant on the bench while Delo, you just, you kind of let him do his thing. You let, try and let him carry the offense at times. That's the problem, though. I don't know. Delo almost needs to be out there with Cat to do his thing. I don't know if you can just send him out there and let him do his thing. Yeah, that's that's fair. And I, and I think they, they have been balancing it all around. But he, while he is not good on defense, he's been out there for the last yeah, 10 has. games. Yeah, yeah. And they've got the six, over the last 10 games, six six best offense, defense in the league. Sorry, defense. And he's he's playing 30 minutes plus a game. So, I hear, I hear, but there, there's still plenty of time in this season to shut me up. But um, and as long as he look, as long as he's bought in, and even if he is bad, as long as he's at least trying, the rest of the pieces around him are playing well enough on defense where it doesn't matter so much. Yeah, a guy that they, I'm surprised you haven't. They just need him to be Nets Delo again. You know, yeah. just try, just they, try. You don't even need that man. Like that. That's like he's he's fine. Like he's he's fine. He's honestly yeah. like I don't even think it's that big of an issue. Like I, I think that he is fine. I think he's it's totally not. bought in. I really genuinely think that he is happy to be on that team, and he's happy yeah, to yeah. be teammates with Cat and Ant. And if he has to be the third fiddle, he's happy to do that. Like and that's 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 a lot considering this guy was a number two overall pick, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. In, in yeah he's a former All Star. Like you know it's for him to sort of buy into that and like again what the dude is still relatively young he's yeah. what, he's 25 isn't he? yeah 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 can't can't write him off but like you know we we kind of get what d low is at this point josh we, surpri- we're, get, we're getting the good side of him oh yeah he's he's yeah and it's all part of the vibe you know like yeah. me, you know, you keep wiggins <laughs> Cat and, Cat and Wiggins just needed needed a little separation i think it interests like you compare d right compare d career to lonzo ball and I think mm. they were drafted maybe one year apart or two years yeah. apart. And obviously, they both were drafted by the Lakers and they both happen to be number two picks. Yeah. But like Lonzo has obviously made a lot of improvements in his game and, and developed over the years, right? Uh, D'Lo's gotten a little bit better on offense. Defensively, hasn't really done too much. He's kind of probably the same net negative on defense, right? But like he- they're different kind of players and, and probably for this Wolves team, like you maybe take that kind of character, that 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 skill set that he brings over, say, what Lonzo would bring. And I don't know why. I'm, I'm just sort of saying because they're drafted at similar times and yeah. similar points in their career, I would say. That's probably my the reason for that that comparison. I, yeah, I, yeah. I hear. Like, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe these vibes, as Jake put it, is exactly what this team needs, and that's that. Um, Look, there's, there's team, team success has so much to do with just, like, all of the people – Buying in, hundred percent. If D'Lo being there, even if it mean like, and they don't need they don't need him to be perfect, right? That is like them being a five hundred team is destroying expectations, even through this year, right? Like their over under was thirty five. If they go forty one wins, that would be huge. Um, but Josh, one guy I'm surprised you haven't brought up yet. Mm. It's right up your alley. Do you want to try and guess from who from the Timberwolves? Jarrett Culver. No, he's on the Grizzlies. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, who no, is? Fine. But close, um, <laughs> j- as far as his name goes. Jaden McDaniels? Vanderbilt. Oh, no, Vanderbilt. I know, you, I know you like him too. I like Chad Vanderbilt. Yeah, Second Vanderbilt's round pick. He's red hot. He, he's playing like one of the best defenders in the NBA. 
Like yeah, six it. nine. He can. He's playing the four power forward position. He's defending pretty much everybody on the court. He's he's a super athlete. He's one of those dudes that pops off the screen where he is so locked in on the boards and he pops up to get one and his head's above the rim. <laughs> and you you just need guys like that that are on the that are on the roster that are just so bought into their role. I and, may, may, maybe this is kind of what I was alluding to in getting mm. to this point in the first place. They just need another Vanderbilt. They need another guy who just wants to play defense like his life depends on it. Yeah, that's it's kind of like Jaden. Maybe what? Yeah, they need one more guy. Akogi's yeah. out. He's not playing. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe he's injured, Akogi. Because he usually gets run. Akogi's also um, a, a pretty much a nothing on offense. Yeah. So th- this is where this is the balance that they've they run, right? Like it's, I don't know. I, I, I think for this team, bigger picture to to. I guess take that yeah. next step again. Obviously, there needs to be some some changes on the roster somewhere. Sure, so, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't know but, what but what trade like, that looks like or yeah. what it is, but yeah, yeah. But like you know what, like this is what Ant's second year, right? And I think yeah, yeah. And I think everybody and was Ant got wildly better as last season went on. He yes. sucked to begin yes. with, so yes. if he even has a third of that same trajectory this season, end of the season, Ant's going to be terrifying. Oh man, the the level of athleticism and strength is just his ability to get to the rim and and fit, great finishing around the rim and just you know you know the guys that are able to just hang in the air yeah and a, at a couple milliseconds longer than everybody else that's him his strides euro stepping across the lane yeah he's he's going to be a problem uh, and like I I really think that Towns can get better as well yeah. like I know again he's what I think he's twenty five twenty six and like he. Yeah. There's no reason why. I mean, we just did a whole thing on Anthony Davis, right? There's no reason why Towns, skill set wise, can't be a top ten guy in the league, right? I think he yeah, could average, he could average twenty five to thirty a game. He already does. So it's just like getting that consistency and 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 making that, I guess, flip from just empty stats and not impacting yeah. winning to to yeah, winning. <laughs> it's just filthy the level of sh- like shooting that like, that guy has at his size like he's 45 percent from three this year yeah like, that's nuts so yeah except no, I, unlike someone like kp towns doesn't mind going below the rim as well which is oh, I yeah, think he, what he separates bangs, him yeah. from these yeah. other these other yeah. unicorns so to speak oh his, his offensive game is on a completely different level to kp's uh, yeah no, look towns can get himself back into the all-star conversation like, which is like, I feel like he hasn't even been a mention the last few years. Mm, yeah, yeah. Which is great for him. This is something we need to keep our eyes on because it's not often we get good Timberwolves stories. As we said, it's been a couple of years since the last playoff run. The early backdoor cut days. Yeah. I love the Wolves. I'm, I'm, I'm keen as. Yeah, me one too. Of my, one of my favorite announced teams of all the announced teams. They do have they're, a good crew. They're, in, they're just good chat. Yeah. know their basketball. Not too biased either. Not like, yet. Shout outs. Um, yeah. yeah. Not, I said not too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like shout the Hornets announcer announced. The Hornets announcer is the the funniest thing this year, I reckon. It's a lot I'm, for a I'm, full game. I don't mind it on the highlights, <laughs> but like for a full game, it's like, oh, sixth rebound of the game. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good full stuff. On. It's full on. Um, okay. Moving into last season's champions, mm. who just signed maybe a complimentary piece, maybe someone who won't get any run at all, maybe someone who'll end up 
being a new little wrinkle to this team. We don't know. But the Milwaukee Bucks have signed DeMarcus Cousins. I love it. Why not? <laughs> well, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's a, just a little it's a depth piece. Lopez has been injured for pretty much the whole season. I think he played one game. He's dealing with a lower back thing, in a sound, but he still sounds like he's a week or two away. And they've been struggling with big men because they've been missing their, their starter. But they have Giannis, who might be the best big man in the game anyway. So it hasn't mattered so much. Um, yeah, fun little signing. I, I think I don't, Boogie, Boogie can come in and give you five to ten minutes and do some stuff. Well, I figured... I tried to like think, how would the Bucks even use this guy? What's the point? But like the way they use Brook Lopez, and I'm not saying he's going to be their rim protector, but Brook Lopez doesn't really move very much on the offensive end. He just you know sits in his spot, shoots, moves yes. slightly. Post ups, pick cra- up. Yeah, nothing crazy. I feel like Boogie can do that for ten minutes a game. Why not? Easily, easily on the offensive yeah, yeah. end, easily. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but the, the defense is not even close. Like the, Lopez the, the, is, that's the concern. Defense, that is of course, but... that is the huge concern. And I mean, I, I think you, you put faith in Milwaukee's team defense yeah. being good enough to sort of drag Cousins up, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And, and to that point, he's only meant to be out there for 10 minutes, yeah. hopefully not when you need to be defending the game, in which point Brook Lopez would be there. So, you know, if, if Bucks have a bit of a lead and want to sit their starters for a bit, and Boogie can just maintain that for five, ten minutes, then laughing. That's great. And nice story for Boogie. I love it. I hope, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I want Boogie to be on a team that has some success because old mate has suffered. <laughs> did, he, did he get a ring with the Lakers? I remember, I forget. Well, he's bouncing around to ring chasing to ring chasing team. But I didn't he, was that the, the, what year did he sign with the Lakers and then did his like ACL in preseason and then never actually played a game? I can't remember what year it was. I'm pretty sure it was that one because the season before he was on the KD Steph Warriors. And And they they obviously lost. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he had like some moments and then he like tore his something else. Yeah. Like, and I'm not, you know, he never did anything too crazy, but. On that Warriors team, there was a couple of times where he like hit a couple of threes, got a block, lots of energy in the room. Even like he, he was on the Clippers last year, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. he and was, I feel actually. like I was like I I was pushing for him to get minutes. Like I really wanted. Like <laughs> I think that's just me being a little bit biased and just wanting to watch Boogie. And and I, it was very clear by by that point last year at least that yeah, on the defensive end, he he was a nothing. Like he was yes. he, it was a negative to have him out there. And and any it kind of cancelled out any of the positivity that. He brought on the other end, but like, yeah, hopefully that, that he can kind of fit in and, and get by on, on this Bucks team because obviously this Bucks team defensively is, is very strong. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully he can he can do that. I I, I don't know. It's probably not something that's going to move the middle that that much, but no. we'll, we'll um we'll we'll have to keep keep an eye out for him. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. I'm like we haven't spoken much about the Bucks because we like they're missing all their guys, but they were still trucking along. And now they've got all, now for sure. Or they've yeah they've got all three of their guys back, and they're nine and zero with when Middleton, uh, Drew, and Giannis play. Not surprising. Um, and yeah, Middleton's not even really hit gear yet. He's no, just there. No, he's just back, gotten back. Um, and I, you know what? I became a Bucks fan in the playoffs last season. <laughs> Don't tell me you're gonna flip flop. Well, no, no, no. I, well, no. B- before the season, I picked the Nets to make the finals. I got to get in there quick. You know, you don't want to be waiting too long. Um, I'm back in, man. I'm back in on the nice. box. 
and I'm back out of the nets. Back just, if, just press rewind this time last year. If I'm not wrong, Milwaukee Bucks, we all had them in our over-unders. The over-under line was set at 54 and a half. We all had them going over. We all had them as our number one seed. Jake and Beatty, you had them getting bounced in the conference finals, and I had them going back to back. Oh, this may be. Look at this. Look at this. Maybe look, I had yeah. the wrong lock. Keeping the receipts. <laughs> Mate, yeah, we, I like that we've got these. Um, but yeah, man, like Giannis, like just casually, everybody's talking about what Steph's doing and what KD's doing. And then he's third in the league in scoring and averaging. Um, Averaging 10, like 12 rebounds. What is it? Let me pull it up here. Uh, yeah, yeah, almost 12 rebounds a game, yeah. Like, are you kidding me? And he's, he's, he's probably the front runner for defensive player of the year. Like, six assists, two blocks a game is just stupid. And then a steal. To me, he, he almost is, like, clearly playing better basketball than last year. And that's pretty frightening. I just think it's it, it's it's all the same. He's just at this like constant Super MVP level, growth. Super consistent yeah. every single night. Uh, his his splits are a little bit worse. He's taking like four th- threes a game. I just just give up. I understand. He doesn't need it. Like no, but like just by jacking that three, almost all of his other shooting splits would go up by making space for him. If he's if he's out there shooting a three, you need to move that one step closer, which means he can blow right by you. I think it's important. It's almost sacrificial threes. I think eventually they, the, the, I think the like, playoffs, they'll come back down to like two or one. Remember in the yeah. playoffs, he just stopped taking them and it was, that was, that was it. It was over. I get it in the regular season. You want to see if you can work it out. And then it, sometimes it is the right move just to take a three. And especially momentum wise inside that building, like if you want Giannis hit the three, it's, mm. it's yeah. crazy. But yeah, I mean, Giannis MVP, Giannis is back. Um, I think that's that's the point, right? Like, I think Steph so far has had all the buzz in yeah. terms of MVP chat, and and I don't know whether it's because it's it's Giannis and he's a Greek dude, or it's Giannis and he plays. No, it's because it's Steph. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah, but like like numbers wise and importance to his own team wise, like he is he's he's right there with him. Like what? Yeah. Like the, the chat is not, and I mean, I suppose I don't know. They're both one one, so you can't even you can't even sort of say it's it's you know, fatigue factor and mm. or whatever it is. So I don't know. Like I, I think I think they're it's really the good. magic. It's the it's the magic of Steph Curry. Like the way that he does it is like yeah. Very different that, to the bulldozing I, nature of Giannis. It's the sports center factor, man. Steph could shimmy jack yeah. up something behind the back. Sportsman top, top player of the day. You know, everyone talking about Steph, families love him. No, who hates Steph? Yeah, but no one hates Giannis like, either, though. Uh, no, no one hates people, Giannis. There's but people there's... that hate Steph, though. I know people that yes, hate Steph. That's true. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's Beatty. LeBron stands. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I like Steph, man. I think Steph's... I, I think we had this discussion before if we want to rank all-time point guard. I think Steph's the best point guard of all time. I, 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 I'm agreeing, like, but I, I think... I, we don't need to get into that, but, like... Oh, here I, we go. I, I, I think Steph's awesome, but it, it's... My, it's, my point yeah. is, like, <laughs> you can watch Steph shimmy and throw a three behind his head way more times than you can watch Giannis dribble the key in two steps and dunk it. I mean, you've seen like, it once, what? you've seen That's it a million super times. impressive, though. Like, that is... It, like, it is. Super, I'm not saying it's not, but, I, like, it's just not sports center worthy. It's not... It's it's always the same. I think it is, because this absolute freak human who has this wingspan and this body. And I think the relatable thing with Steph is that he's, 
you can kind of oh I could nearly do that I can jack yeah, some like, threes. Uh, that's that's the relay where obviously you know none of us are Giannis. That's maybe. That's, no, definitely not Giannis. But um, I, th- I yeah. think that's why we, we we just don't hear enough about him because like they're like oh yeah, he dunked on everyone again today. Great. Yeah, he's just quietly putting up 27, 12, and six and yeah, playing the best again. defense in the league. <laughs> like, and that's yeah. So I, he probably won't win the MVP, but I think there's a very real scenario where he he gets they get, they get up to sixty wins again, and because yeah. they're just they're just rolling like. And it's a league, fucking good team. Yeah, and so I'm back off the Nets, um, partly because they've played the Bucks, got destroyed. They played the Warriors, got pumped. They didn't get destroyed by the Suns, but the Suns beat them wire to wire without a problem. Really, they yet to beat a contender. There's only three teams. Like, there's not many opportunities to beat good teams for the Nets because there aren't a lot of them rolling around this season. Um, but we've kind of touched on it. MVP Harden's just not there. KD's right there. But outside of that, they're they're just they're they're way more mortal than I kind of thought they'd be coming into this season. So they're moving down the power rankings to two. I I, I I just I can't believe how I, I, I don't even I can't even comprehend how you can actually believe what you're saying. Like they got the best record in the East. They have the best player in basketball right now. Like. Like yeah, they've, they've dropped that's some games, right? But who's better than KD right now? No, well, that's Stefan Giannis. Stefan Giannis <laughs> they're they're really all on the good. same level. Jokic as well. Yeah. Anyway, like it, ultimately, I, I know. I think the, the 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 issue with the Nets, if anything, is going to be. I think this is the prime time team this season. Of like, this is going to be the LeBron. We just don't even care about the regular season. This is the mm-hmm. Kawhi. I, I just uh, load management. Not that they're load managing, but it's just like. Whether they lose games in the regular season, win games, record, wherever they finish seeding wise, like it's it's not going to matter because this is a this is a playoff team, not it's a regular true. season it's, team. It it does remind me very much of LeBron's Cavs when like they almost just fuck, just take me to the playoff. Who cares about the regular yeah, exactly. season? Who cares? And, Throwing and the, games here and there, this doesn't matter. This is a team where you're not getting. I think you touched on it, Jay. You're not getting what you would like from essentially your second best player in James Harden so far this season. You're kind of like you're, you're getting a lot from dudes like LaMarcus Aldridge and Patty Mills mm. right now in the regular season. Who's like, you know, what in what universe and in what year are we that that's kind of been the regular season bread and butter for a large part for this team and, and contributed to their wins. Obviously KD is KD, but they're, they're fine. I've got no dramas with that. The, the biggest issue for them is sorting out Harden and sorting out the Kyrie situation. Those are the, the issue, and one of them is not even on the basketball court. It's a, it's an off court thing. So that's, I, I think the Nets are fine. They're cruising. Oh, they're fine. They're just going to lose to the Bucks in the playoffs. <laughs> I I was on the side of the Bucks here from get go. I'm still sticking with it. Like yeah. Bucks to me might be the only team that has something to throw against the Warriors that no one else can. And it's just this unguardable seven-foot do-it-all super freak. And, and you got to also, I mean, they've also kind of got some guys that can, I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to do anything no. too much to Curry, but you, you kind of yeah, yeah. feel like if there's true. anyone that you could have, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Drew Holiday yeah. showed us just last playoffs that he's happy to sacrifice his offense if it means the team winning. He played some astounding defense in the finals Was he happy to sacrifice or did he just miss shots for the whole playoffs? But I think it's because he was so tired from playing the D he was playing, which was 
a really, really like all time. I'd say um, that too if I was him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be flying my flag on that. <laughs> but I, hey, I, that's, yeah. that's this is what I mean. There, there's pieces on this team. that just the way they're structured is very interesting. I think they can yeah. beat the Nets. I actually think they I'm upgraded the um the, like they lost PJ Tucker who I still don't think I think he's like he's pretty overrated and they put him in for Grayson Hallen who who who's good enough to give um give up fifty points to KD in the playoffs as well and actually do more on offense. Um, That's true. Yeah, you know. So yeah, honestly, I think the PJ Tucker thing was mental for them. They just needed him to join the team. So they, they knew we've got P.J. Tucker, but really on the court. They did it all without him. They didn't need P.J. Tucker. Tucker's fine, man. Tucker's yeah, he's fine. a good player. Tucker played his player. role. I think, Alan, I think Alan's been a great ad for them. I think oh, man, he's, he's, he's like anything that they were getting from DiVincenzo, they're getting that plus some with Alan. Well, he's not even back yet either. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's where, if anything, if you want to make that sort of, uh, they lost this guy, added that guy, I think that's where it's probably been, you know, Alan's been... I get for me, yeah, surprise. I, I I probably didn't expect it from him. So, hmm. uh, yeah, I, I I think they're 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 doing all they need to do, and they're going to be they're going to obviously they're the champs. We know what they can do, and it's just you know whether or not Giannis can hopefully stay healthy, and 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 Drew can stay healthy, and and Middleton can stay healthy, and and they're, they're going to be a handful in the playoffs. I think the what's shifted for me on the Bucks is where last season before they won the title, obviously. We would say, "Oh, can the Bucks beat this team? Can the Bucks beat this team?" And now I think, "Can this team beat the Bucks?" Rather mm. than the other way around. Yeah, so like, what is this? Can this team give the Bucks trouble? Or it's like, no, Bucks can beat anyone. Yeah. Mm. I like them. Um, I'm excited for their because there's the two teams that are on ridiculous runs. It's the Warriors and the Suns. I think the Bucks are about to go on a very similar. Uh, run as well. They're eight and two in the last ten. They've they've quietly won seven in a row. Mm. So, um, very yeah, very excited. Um, and another guy that I think that you, that can give Steph Curry some trouble, Mikael Bridges. Who will, yeah, who and we get to seven see. steals. <laughs> seven steals against the Nets. Yeah, hey man, he really gave the Nets trouble. Um, so that's the game of the week. I'm very excited to see the Suns Warriors on Wednesday. But otherwise, I think that is about all I had to talk about this week, fellas. Any um, any closing notes? Any any thoughts? Any things to look forward to? No, I'm just gonna have to consider whether or not I place a wager on the Bucks to win the East. That I'm all in again. Well, speaking of wagering, maybe this is something we can close on. We were saying off mic earlier, and of course, gamble responsibly, listener. <laughs> Don't be a fool. But I'm Don't keeping. Be a fool. Keeping your eyes on those uh, Warriors live betting lines mm. at halftime. If the Warriors are down, looks like their third quarter magic is back. So, eyes on that. Yep. yep anyway. Yep, yep. You've been tuned into Back to a Cut. My name, as always, oh, my name is Josh DiMatteo here, <laughs> as always, with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. Until next week. Peace. Peace.